Yes, sir, Ski. Hey, we back again. Another episode of That's How You Feel. You're coming in loud right now. Yeah, I know. It's because I can't hear myself this time, so I, I feel like, you know, I got to talk a little louder, but, you know, there we back. There it is. Got a special guest with us today, but first, sure. let me introduce Quinn, you know. What's up, Quinn? How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Let's get to our guest. Noah, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Hey, we're good. We're good. What, what brings you here today, you know? What brings you here today? Interest with everything that we're talking about today. Okay, okay, okay. We got a lot. We got a lot on our agenda to go through. We so. do. We do. It's a, uh, it's a good time to be a sports fan. This part of the, this time of the year, and you know, there's a few other things that it isn't good time to be. But we do have a lot to talk about today. Uh, Quinn, what you uh, let's let's see what you have to say about the George Floyd update. Yeah, yeah. So last week he gave uh, you guys an update. There's a certain jury trial, um, and then the judge actually, I think it was yesterday, he voted to not postpone the trial because of the George Floyd settlement. The settle- uh, family received $27 million uh, settlement from the city. And they were questioning whether or not that was going to postpone the trial. But that's not going on anymore. So the judge ruled. He said that they're just going to proceed normally with jury selection. So that's what they've been doing right now. I think yesterday or two days ago, they kicked two people off the jury just for whatever reasons. People from the jury, they come and go all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's not really a surprise or anything. But right now they're just continu- t- continuing with jury selection. So... That's that's what they've been doing pretty much every day. Okay, okay, okay. So not much, not much to report. Yeah, just have to mention it. You know, it's relevant every day of the week. Um, that whole situation. Uh, we'll see what happens with it, though. I feel like this is probably gonna be one of those trials that takes like multiple oh, yeah. months and stuff. Maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> Plus, he actually asked to delay the trial. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, they have those other officers that are still being tried. Yeah. So what's it like? Four total officers? I think. Or was it three? Three. I'm pretty sure it's three. Yeah, so that's just going to take a long time in itself. And, you know, still hope for the best with that one. But we also got some uh, bad news that happened earlier this week. Um, Eight people were shot and killed in Atlanta, and eight of them were of Asian descent. And, you know, we've had a lot of – 2020 was a pretty bad year with, you know, racism and all that type of stuff. And then you look at, you know – eight individuals that are all Asian Americans and you know they all got murdered in a public place in Atlanta it's, it's kind of just tough to see that you know as a black man it's not just my people that are you know that the people are racist towards you know it's other minorities in you know the U.S. Mm-hmm. so it's just I don't know what do you guys think go ahead no um I mean it's horrible um you know, it started with some of the comments that were made by the president. Um, people started to fear Asian Americans, baseless claims about, you know, the coronavirus and all that stuff. Uh, I actually looked this up. Asian violence, there were over 4,000 reports of Asian violence during the, the pandemic year. And um, that's not including all the ones that weren't reported. Um, all the little jabs, all that stuff is just, um, it makes you wonder how many incidences there actually were. Yeah, I think you kind of hit it on the head there when you were talking about how coronavirus has Im- impacted um, hate against our Asian American Asian American people in the United States. And like you said, that came from the president, not even just like how he was and how he treated people, but also he called the virus things that it sh- what shouldn't be called. They, they call it the Chinese virus or the Asian virus or whatever, whatever term he, he used. It was targeting a group of people as opposed to a virus. So. I think that's where it stems from. But also, Jay, you're completely right when you say that racism isn't just a black American versus white issue. It's people of color 
regardless if you're Asian, black, Native American, Muslim, Middle Eastern, whatever. Hispanic. Hispanic, exactly. And then there's people of color, and then there's white people. And the racism stems from white people. That's just how it's been for as long as history has been around. Yeah, racism's a virus, bro. It is. It is. And it it includes all people, not not just black people. So... Stop Asian hate. Simple yes, as that. Stop that Asian hate. It's really sad to see, though. Like a, this is like a mass shooting, right? You category. Yeah, he went to the he went to the spa. He said it was fueled by his sex addiction, and he wa- he viewed the spa as a temptation. So yeah. He went in there, and that's that was that was his motive. He also came out and said that it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a hate crime. He didn't target mm-hmm. Asian people, but at that point, I don't think you get to decide. Yeah. I don't think if you're if you're doing that, I don't think you get to decide what kind of crime you committed. I wanted to you remember like, I think it was like last week. It was along with what the Creighton dude said. There was like a commentator for a high school basketball game and he said something about the girls team that was like a majority black girls. Do you remember that? It was like a high school commentator. And he like blamed his like racist comments on his like diabetes or something. Oh my god. Oh yeah, goodness. I remember that that last week and I just, I don't know. I kind of found it like come on, bro. It's alarming. You're going to blame that. Well, I don't know the full details, but that was another thing that happened last week that I don't think we talked about. Yeah. yeah. But recent news yesterday, uh, you know, everything's going on with March Madness. Normally we'd put something like this in our little sports section, but I think it's bigger than sports at this point. Uh, the men's weight room and the women's weight room during NCAA tournament for basketball, you know, everybody knows as March Madness. We saw pictures of the men's weight room and, you know, it's this like open ballroom with benches, you know, free weights, you know, medicine balls everywhere. So much equipment. And then we see the women's weight room and they got a stack of dumbbells. That's it. Like the weight room in my apartment building looked better than yeah, their did. weight room. It did. And, you know, March Madness NCAA is a multi billion, multi million dollar company and all they can give the women's is a few dumbbells. Like, come on, bro. The NCAA came out and said it was a lack of space, but if you saw in that, if you saw the video, you saw the video, they have plenty a of whole space. ballroom full of stuff. It, of it, it looked like it was bigger than just one ballroom. Too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying like, okay, say it is a lack of space. Say you don't have enough space, make it, make yeah. space, make it. it, come it on. That should be a priority. Yeah, like come, on. like these girls are perf- like D1 athletes. They, they, you know, they need the type of equipment to, you know, do whatever they have to do during their seasons or before after games all that like their bodies like you know they still have to work out they don't need like a couple of dumbbells to make them feel good and you know run a couple sprints you know they need the proper equipment and it's just sad to see that i mean like even in you know i'm not saying it's right at any time but you know women like national women's history month is like come on bro mm-hmm. show the women some love bro they you know they compete at a high level just like the men do every night yeah the revenue's not the same but i think it's different for just being able to have like a certain facility to be able to work in. Mm-hmm. I don't think the revenue that their respected uh, things bring in should matter. Yeah, and you have to you have to also acknowledge that. I mean, women's basketball, like you said, doesn't bring in the same revenue as men's basketball. But you can't per- perpetuate that same system. Mm-hmm. You have to do everything in your power to try to lift up the women's side. And I mean, it's the same thing with like anybody who's marginalized or anybody who. Um, is subject to s- some sort of majority. Like, you need to do everything in your power to lift that group of people up. And by doing this, you're just continuing on with the system. So, I don't know. The NCAA missed the mark on this. They came out and said uh, that they, quote-unquote, fell short. 
I think, yeah, to say the least. She just came out and said they effed up, to be honest. I, I thought it was a joke at first. Like yeah, when, I when, I, when I first saw a tweet that said that it was the men's and women's weight room, I thought, I thought the tweet was like satire. Because mm. looking at the men's weight room, it was like state of the art, weight racks, like everything. And then seeing that little, it looked like LA Fitness, that little stack of yeah. dumbbells. Yeah, I mean, like, the dumbbells we have in our apartment. Like, yeah. we have more dumbbells than I mean, that. They weren't even good dumbbells. They exactly. Were like, they were, like, the rubber ones. They were, like, yeah. five pounds, eight pounds, <laughs> It's like the ones pound. you get from Target, you know? Like, little... It's crazy. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's kind of sad to see. Yeah. I thought it was cool to see, though, that there were so many athletes, like, professional, yeah, athletes, professional men, athletes, men and women. Yeah, like, NBA players, WNBA players. Yeah. Like, like I people saw... of, you know, everybody was coming out and saying, like, a March Madness, NCAA, blah, 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 do better. Right? Yeah. Yeah, do better, for real. Because it's not, like, a competition. I feel like, you know, the NCAA will sometimes... Uh, man, why do people always come and watch us during this time? I don't know. We're good looking, boy. You feel me? <laughs> um, but it's, like, it's not a competition between who can have the most stuff. It, at the end of the day, everybody wants everybody Absolutely. to have the same amount of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really great when NBA players and WNBA players tweet out in their support just because mm -hmm. they have such a big platform that yeah. it forces the NCAA to yeah. address it immediately. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's like, you know, it's all that good stuff that just goes into it, you know? Mm -hmm. But, <laughs> you know, since I just said all that good stuff, you feel me? I was trying to think of a transition, but I couldn't really think of one right there. But you guys know how last week we had a new little segment called All of the Above. We changed it to all that good stuff, so we're just going to introduce a little... Same, 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 same idea yeah, and everything. Same idea. Introduce a little topic. And this topic, we got pet peeves. Noah, since you're our guest, I want to hear what your pet peeves are. First, we'll start with, like, just your pet peeves in general. We'll go around, and then after that, we'll go around with pet peeves with, you know, the women in our lives, respectively. <laughs> All right. So, being from California, uh, we have to deal with a lot of traffic. Uh, I think bad drivers, um, that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves, just because I'm on the road so much on the freeways going to and from, especially driving to school 45 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. um, bad drivers are on top of my list. My second <laughs> one, um, when, like whenever you're trying to show someone a movie or a film or like a TV show and you're like really passionate about it, and then like you're watching it with them and they're like on their phone. Oh yeah, oh, I hate that too because I've seen a lot of movies and I just want to put people on like, bro, it's a great movie, yeah. and then they just don't even pay attention. Yeah, it's like, do I have to take you to the theater to make you actually pay attention, bro? Right, right. It's just tough. Like I, I get that one too. And it, it's it's even more tough when you know it's such a good movie. Exactly. And they're missing. They're on their phone missing really good parts, really yeah. important parts. It's not like they're on their phone during like the boring parts. It's like yeah. they, they they go on their phone and then it happens to be the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be like it'd be like in a Harry Potter or Marvel movie. I'll show someone, and they're missing like a key part that's gonna matter yeah, a lot exactly. in the later movies. Yeah. It's like, come on, bro, you gotta focus up. Yeah. Like, get off your phone. Yeah, I mean, those were those were the two main ones that came to mind when I yeah. was thinking about them. Yeah. All right, Quinn, what, what you got for us? So I feel like I got a lot, and I feel like they change and come up on a different daily basis. Like when somebody just like one day just somebody like pissing me off, like oh, I hate when people do that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like so, it's to me, I kind of went with a broad one, and. And now being a communication major myself, I'm a, I'm a communicator. I'm pretty direct. I get to the point. I hate it when people beat around the bush or yep. just avoid it overall. Like when I'm going to like usually comes around like a conversation that's like more difficult or like I don't, I'm pretty upfront. Like I'm going to I'm going to just tell you how, how I feel. That's regardless. how you feel. That's how I feel. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel. Because I'm at the end of the day, if me being like straight up and straightforward with somebody is going to make 
you know, the situation, like, move along a lot quicker, I'm going to do it at, at, at the end of the day. Like, I'm not, I don't mean that disrespect by it because I'm not, I'm not like a disrespectful person, but I'm going I'm to say how it is. So I also don't like when people, when you text somebody, either in like a group chat or just an individual text message and they don't reply mm-hmm. or they take hours to reply. It's part of yeah. the game, man. It's just annoying. Like, you, I know you see the message. <laughs> I know you're on your phone. And That's I guess it also kind of translates to to basketball. One of my biggest pet peeves in basketball is when somebody doesn't call the screen. Oh, those are the nailed. worst. I remember I I got nailed sometimes oh by screens. Because people just don't want to open their mouths. Yeah. I'm just like, say something, please. So a lot of your pet peeves have to do with just people communicating Commun- with you. Yeah. Like you need good communication. I need good communication. And friendships, relationships, all that type of stuff. All that stuff, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I have a different one for women, but that, right. that's like it. even like the homies. Like if I'm texting, like, "Oh, yo, you want to go, go to the mall or go do something," and then they just don't reply. I'm like, "All right, for sure." Do great. I take a long time to reply? No, you yeah. don't. No. I feel like I'm pretty good at replying, <laughs> yeah. but you know, for me, you know, you know, like the regulars, you know, when people smack their food, obviously that's annoying. When people type super loud for no reason, that's obviously annoying. But one thing happens to me a lot. Like it happens to me all the time. And I, you guys probably have done it to me before. Like, it's not super bad, but it does it get does get under my skin. When I say something and then someone repeats what I say <laughs> like a minute oh, yeah. or two minutes <laughs> later, bro, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm just sitting there. I'll be like, oh, yeah, LeBron had 37 points last night. And then we'll start talking about the Lakers, blah, blah. And then someone will be like, dude, LeBron had 37 last night? And I'm just like, dog. I've done, on, that. I've done that to you multiple times. I know. Yeah. Okay, it, it, you do be saying like a lot of like little things like that though. Yeah, but like it's just it's some, sometimes you you text those to me, like even last night I texted you like oh Anthony Edwards and Cat combined for eighty three or something. Uh-huh. Like you make a lot of those like little comments that could be like overlooked. I sh- I guess you could say. Yeah. And so I think that's when people just I don't know, bro. Yeah. It ha- it does not not it, apart from sports. Just anything. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Like, I understand if it happens in sports because, like, you guys probably see it around the same time and you text each other about it. Yeah. But just when I'm, like, I wouldn't say over text, but just in person when I'm having a conversation with somebody, I say something, and then boom, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dang, dude, are you listening to what I say? (laughs) Also, like, I'm not trying to, you know, point anybody out, but the boy Alex Rhodes, he might be a pet peeve in itself. (laughs) That's my guy <laughs> yeah, to the end of the day. Yeah. Like, it's one of my best friends. But he's just such a pet peeve to me sometimes. <laughs> just some of the things he does. I'm not going to yeah. get too much into it. Like, if he was here, I'd definitely do it a little more. But if he listens, like, he'll understand why. I mean, I annoy people too, but that's besides the point. Yeah. What's your – you got one for girls, Noah? Mm-hmm. If not, we can come back. It, it, it kind of relates to back to what Quinn said, uh, the whole beating around the bush thing. Like, when, when girls try to, like – like they want something, but they want you. They, yeah, they want you to about like it. Mm-hmm. say it. Oh god! Yeah, just it, like, it looks like worst. it's your idea that's instead the of worst. yeah. Just like tell me like, what just you tell want, me, and then it just makes everything go a lot quicker, and everyone's happy. And yeah, I'd say that's that's probably my biggest one. Other than that, not too many. Yeah, should I go? Should I go for this next you one? You got it. For all right, for women, I have a couple. I would say one of the biggest ones. It's kind of like the bigger overarching topic, and then there's like other ones that are underneath it. But just gossip in general, mm. I hate gossip. It when I think about the things that I remember, like there's a lot of things that I forget. But I guarantee you, gossip is the number one thing I'm not gonna remember. Like if you, if some girl were to tell me that her best friend said to so and so about so and so about her boyfriend, I'm gonna listen. I'll be like, oh yeah, that's tough. I guarantee you. Ask me again in 
five minutes. I won't remember anything that you said. And I guess kind of with that is that girls that make something out of nothing, when mm-hmm. they make like a big deal about things that don't need to be a big deal or they get into somebody's business where it shouldn't be their business. And I don't know, maybe that's just how women be. They just like to just talk about that kind of thing. But to me, I don't care. I really just don't care about it. And it gets on my nerves. Yeah, I feel like that happens a lot, you know, in high school. And for some reason, it continues over to college. Happens right now. Um, I was going to say, it feels very high school with gossip. Yeah, but I feel like it still happens in college. Oh, yeah. All the time. time. It's going to happen throughout work, place, and all that stuff. So for me, I mean, I probably have thousands of regular pet peeves, thousands of women pet peeves. But one that comes to mind just right now, I don't like how girls are just so fake to each other sometimes. Yeah. Like, if I talk, you know, mess about one of the homies, like, I'll talk mess to him to his face. Mm -hmm. And to, like, I'd say it to someone else as well. Like, I'm not going to talk mess about someone and not tell him. But with girls, they have, like, the little friend groups where they act like they're all best friends. Yeah. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, it's just you, the girl, and, like, some of her super close friends. And they're like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So-and-so is this and that this and that. I'm just like dang like that's how you feel yeah that's how you that's feel how you about feel? your friend you guys hang out every other weekend like i'm not talking about anybody in particular but throughout high school throughout college i see this all the time and it's like come on bro it's like on social media they'll show yeah. up to yeah. be best friends yeah they'll be posting all and these pictures together oh i love you girl oh girl you look so good girl all of this blah 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 blah, blah. and it's just like fake all right bro like, so fake showing fake love to me you know it's just you see that a lot on instagram yeah when, like, one girl posts a picture on Instagram and all the girls that were talking behind her back, they're all in the comments saying how good she looks and yeah. all this stuff. It's, it's just a front, oh bro. Oh, my gosh. Like, if you don't like each other, you don't like each other. You don't got to pretend to be friends. Or just make new friends at that yeah. point. Exactly. It's, it's not that, yeah. Freaking billions of people in the world, you know? Yeah. You ain't got to just continually beat around the bush and act like you're not friends with so-and-so. Right. It's just, I don't know, it's just a never-ending cycle that I've been seeing throughout my you know years Mm -hmm. but you know it is what it is i don't have a good transition you got a good transition no i don't and we got any last minute pepe before we move on to some music which was actually pretty good i can't think of it i would say thursday thursday drop was pretty good before we before we uh like talk about the music noah i want you to like tell the already the audience like who's your favorite artist like favorite song right now just to you know a little bit about you all right, well, it's a hot take. I like I like country music. Respect. I'm a big fan of country music. Respect. Um, I country love, music hits. I love Luke Combs, um, Morgan Wallen. Boo! Everything that happened with him, it Boo. was disappointing to see, for sure. Um, a couple of his songs I really enjoyed from his past, but it's it's hard when someone makes those comments. Is that an unpopular genre to like in Cali? Yeah. Everyone makes fun of you for it. I was gonna say, yeah. yeah. It, it's just it's just it's not the popular rap hip hop. Right. Plus, LA rap is so specific, or just yeah. like California rap is so specific too. Yeah. It's such such a big thing. California is just so different in every city. Like if you compare my city to where he's from, completely different. Oh yeah. yeah. Like really different. But you know, continue. Um, I love I love the goat Drake. Uh, his new ones have been good. Uh, wants and needs is probably up there for me right now. Lemon pepper freestyle is good. I've been really um with Mag- Miguel lately. 
I've been listening to like some of the songs I used to listen to back in the day. Oh, Adorn? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Adorn that used to hit. That's a banger. Um, yeah, I'd probably go Luke Combs right now. Luke Combs with the countryside and then with the the hip hip the hip hop and rap is probably Drake. Nice. Nice. Okay. okay. I well, need to drop his album, Miguel. He hasn't dropped one since Warren Leisure. Yeah, didn't he have a single recently? Yeah, he's been singing a lot, in, or uh, a lot of his songs that come out has been in Spanish, which is fine, but it's just <laughs> not what I'm used to from him. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had a little bit of Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber dropped an album last night. He did. Um, I was looking forward to it because I heard his Tiny Desk concert of Peaches. Yep, that was good. And that was really Fire. good. That's and then I saw, yeah. And then I saw Daniel Caesar and Giveon were gonna be on it. So you know, I'm going into it thinking, okay. Well, Daniel Caesar's I, been off the map for a while. Yeah. yeah. So what I heard in the Tiny Desk plus those two artists, hey, it's gonna be a banger. Peaches came out. I mean, it was a little underwhelming. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite song on the album. But I don't know. I guess I had way too high expectations for that song. But you know, I really liked it. The I listened to his album. You know. It was a vibe. It wasn't, you know, it was old, like, vibe. pop. Yep. It was more of, like, an R&B vibe for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I liked it. Because Justin Bieber, like, he can actually sing. Yeah, he can. So I liked it. Yeah. I liked the album, too. I would say Peaches was not one of my favorites. Probably wasn't top five on the album for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked, I'll just, like, kind of run through them. I liked Deserve You, As I Am with Khalid, Unstable with The Kid Leroy, Hold On. My favorite, I think, was Somebody, the song Somebody by mm-hmm. him. I liked that one. Ghost, and then... I like the one with Burna Boy too. Burna Boy, he, like whatever song Burna Boy is, he just kind of takes it over. He yeah. has his, he has his own little like little groove about him. Yeah, I messed with it. It was a, it was a big vibe that Burna Boy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole, the whole album was a pretty good vibe. Uh, Code of the Friend drop. No, yeah. you know about him, yes, sir. So what you guys think about that one? Uh, I only listened to like the first couple songs of it. Um, only the first three, but I really liked the song "Hate." That was one of the. That was the second one on the album. I like that. Okay, I mean, I thought it was okay. I'm not the biggest Code of the Friend fan, but you know, I listen to him every now and then. You just like some good like melodic rap to kind of like just throw yeah. on in the yeah. background when you're doing something. Yeah. I was uh, I was listening to that album and I was trying to figure out why it sounded familiar, and then on a song, "The Cold," I realized that it reminds me of the 2K soundtrack. <laughs> Which one? It, it was either 16 or 15. What it, song? Uh, the Cold. Yeah, but how's, like, how's it go? Give us a little... Yeah, let me see I'll, your I'll vocals. Just play it. Just play it. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> about, I'm not about that. <laughs> like, it just has, like, that 2K, like, park feel. When, when you said it, I thought it was going to be, I know we're going to have good. <laughs> That's what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> Manana. Yeah, I can kind of see it. I yeah. can kind of see it. Yeah. That's a little park in the background, yeah. you know, a little step back three backflip for Green Bean for the game. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, I could I could see that song playing in the background. Yeah. I yeah. mean, go tell Ronnie 2K to put that in the next uh, next 2K. So tell his dog. See his dog? <laughs> <laughs> no. His dog's cute, bro. Little bulldog, French bulldog. Hell yeah. Really? Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Well, little TJ Polo G and Favi dropped the song. You know, I was hyped for this because Favi goes crazy, full blast. Polo G goes crazy. Lil TJ's okay. Mm-hmm. Not the biggest fan, but he has some decent songs, but he also has some songs I really don't like. But this song was kind of trash. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I didn't listen to I it. Didn't I like don't know it if I will. It wasn't, I didn't like it at all. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't what I was expecting. I'm a big fan, a big Polo G fan. Yeah. And it was kind of like, really? I don't know. I've never been high on Polo G for some reason. I like Polo G a lot, but 
I don't know, his past few songs, I'm not feeling it. I thought he was going to be up next. I thought he was going to be doing what Lil Baby's doing right now. But he's not. Yeah. He's not there. And it's disappointing. But talking about disappointing, I mean, I didn't have high hopes for this anyway. Yeah. But Oh, my gosh. Who in their right mind let Addison Rae make music? <laughs> because... <sighs> Like, you know, she's cool. She got the TikTok thing. You know, she's an attractive girl, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, all respect there. But, honey, you got to stay out of the music business. Girl, dude, I don't think she, it's for she you. She even dropped, like, a little uh, music video with it. Hey, hey. So, like, she, you know, she's a TikTok dancer. You're thinking she's going to have, like, good dances. <laughs> They're garbage. Bro, she was so stiff dancing. Yes. Like, her her movements it just wasn't like that. I thought she'd be nice with it because, you know, I guess she's a professional TikTok dancer or something. Right. All this cloud has gone straight to her head. Can I, can I just play a little bit of the song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We right. can listen to it. There's no explicit, so we're good. Imagine if it was. That'd oh be terrible. <laughs> it doesn't even sound good. It bro. doesn't sound like her. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, w- I wouldn't really know what she sounds like because I don't really I don't think she can sing. No. I'd be surprised if she could sing. Her and Dixie. Dixie was bad. Her song was bad. Dixie Dixie. It was worse? It was bad. I thought she's made. She has like more monthly listeners than like a well, lot that's of. That's because she released it and she was the only TikToker to release the song. So yeah, everyone on TikTok yeah. was. This chorus is what really made me mad. Yeah. I oh don't, my God. Like, shut this. up. It's just, just the I'm message. The I'm message obsessed is, with me too. The message is so weird. In the yeah, song. like her lyrics just suck. So you say you're obsessed with me. I'm obsessed with me too. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, she can't sing. Second of all, her lyrics are terrible. It's just a bad combination. She right said there. no, no, no. She said uh, that people say that they would die for her and that she would. Yeah, die and for she'd herself. die for herself too. Okay. Okay, that's cool. You, you just wouldn't be alive if that just, happened. Just shut your mouth. <laughs> if you died for you, you wouldn't be alive. Just keep. Going on TikTok and dancing and leave the singing to, you know, actual singers that know I how hate, to sing. I hate, honestly, TikTokers might be a pet peeve of mine, just in general. For real. Oh, yeah, I just smacked the microphone. I, I knew it was going to happen. I knew that eventually the the TikTokers and that, the Sway House and... Bro, the effect that TikTok has on music, Unreal. I respect it. Unreal. Because there's a lot of creators out there that don't get the type of platform that, yeah. like, without TikTok, they wouldn't be doing anything. So I respect it on that part. Yeah, I respect that too. But I it mean, gives people like like you said a platform. But also it can make songs that would normally be good just it could ruin them. Yeah, too. like it ruined Tusi Slide for me. And the box. Yeah. Oh, the box. It ruined that so Honestly, bad. any Roddy Rich even high fashion it ruined oh, for me. Oh man. It's tough. I mean, I don't really use TikTok like that, but I mean, there is some funny stuff on TikTok, I'm not going to lie. But I don't know. We talked about it last week, you know. These girls just, you know, Showing off their bodies for a couple of likes and a little bit of clout. It's just, you know, good for you. People, yeah. just stay out of the music business. But, like, there's uh, actually some people on TikTok that can actually sing. Oh, yeah. There's people and that, I like, wish, that, that's, like, their main way of promoting their stuff. Yeah, and I wish that TikTok. they would blow up instead of having to listen yeah. to Addison Ray talk about herself. And the, the, the annoying part about that is you know she's – gonna get so many listens on that yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. i mean she was trending this morning it was bad trending but still i think if lebron were to come out with a song (laughs) yeah he people would listen to it oh of course i would listen to it you know what i mean exactly like just because you have that platform people are gonna people are gonna people want to know people know what you're up to i mean it's it's a great um tiktok itself is a great media platform um for marketing yeah oh yeah if you're if you're a small and you're trying to small rapper small artist trying to promote your upcoming 
like why wouldn't you pay a famous TikToker? You know, can you make a dance for this song? It gets trending. Everyone starts listening to the song. It's a great way to promote small artists and help them get better. But yeah, the dancers aren't making good music, so they need uh-huh. to they need to stick to that. Yeah. Um. But you know what? Today's a good day for a lot of reasons. I think we should talk about some NCAA basketball. Yes, sir. We've had a couple games go on. We had the first four yesterday. Texas Southern beat Mount St. Mary. Drake beat Wichita State. Norfolk State beat Appalachian State. And UCLA beat Michigan State in a thriller. All four of those games were good yesterday. Yeah. They They were were all very competitive. If the whole tournament's like those four games and even the first game that was played today, we're in for a good ride, my man. I mean, even that's eight-point difference, one-point difference, one-point difference, six-point difference. Those are good games that, right there. Yeah, that, that Michigan State game was crazy, man. They were good. And, I mean, even today, the first game of the tournament, there was an o- it was an overtime. It before, went overtime. Before we get into it, I just want to say for the first time ever in my time creating brackets, I got the first three games right in two of my brackets. So. Ooh. I just want to give myself a round of applause. Uh, I was I – was, I thought Virginia Tech had it, man. I read Virginia that was Tech a great in my game, 16. Though. That was a great they game. They started off so well, and then – it was. did you see the sun on the court? Yeah, that was yeah. Weird. I was wondering about that. I remember that back in high school <laughs> and AAU tournaments when the crazy. sun would be in my face. Like you couldn't yeah. afford a cloth to hang over the, <laughs> the window for that March right. Madness. But yeah, but great or, game. Or Roberts right now is beating Ohio State 26-25. Wow. Upset alert. Texas Tech Maybe. is – They put their foot on the gas pedal. Yeah, they did. They're up by 13. Yeah. Illinois routed Drexel. Arkansas routed Colgate even though they were down in the first half. Outscored them. 49 to 35 in the second, and then Florida beat Virginia Tech in an overtime thoroughly. Yeah. So that one were in my bracket. Yeah. No, who the do you? T- Texas or Virginia Tech one. Yeah, same. Who I do you have winning, Noah? Uh, I have Gonzaga. Gonzaga? Easily? Not easily. Do you yep. have like a dark horse, a sleeper team um, that can possibly come out and make the final four at least? I think I made a note about this. Uh, my big sleeper teams for the first couple rounds are UCSB and Ohio. Same. I think I think Ohio is gonna beat Virginia, US UCSB is gonna beat Creighton, Creighton. and I got Winthrop, bro. They're twenty three yeah. and one this year. That's that means something. I have I have Ohio beating UCSB in the next round too. Yeah, I have a, I have UCSB. I mean, I have Ohio in my Sweet Sixteen, and I think one of my Georgetown records. as well. For real? Dude, what they? I mean, did, they've been playing well, but I don't know. Not not to go far, but just to upset in the first round. What okay. They, what they did in that Big East final game. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Was the run that they went on, it was like 46 to 8. To or? 8, yeah. Oh, my god. That's gosh. ridiculous. I mean, where do they play? Colorado? Yeah. Colorado's got some really good guards, yeah. but so does UC Santa Barbara. They got yeah. really good guard play my, over my there. My biggest sleeper is probably Texas Tech. Hmm? Biggest sleeper, like to go deep into the Texas yeah. Tech. What about you, Quinn? Biggest sleeper? I have Texas Tech in my, I have Texas Tech in my, my Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have Clemson. I don't know why. I don't have a reason. Just, but Clemson's just, going to the Elite Eight. Just full send? I'm full sending it. Okay. They're about to beat Rutgers. They're about to beat Houston because Houston's a soft number two seed. And then they're going to play San Diego State after San Diego State beats West Virginia. And then it's going to be Clemson, Illinois, and then they're going to lose to Illinois. I have Syracuse upsetting SDSU. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Syracuse, I mean, they have a good defense. Any Jim Beheim team, any good coach team in the tournament, they I have, always they have They have juniors. Uh, he's hooping. Yeah. Yeah. Any any well coached team that I have to give some respect to. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any other upset teams I have. Um. Not really. I would say Clemson's probably my biggest one. 
You guys are missing one right now, man. The biggest sleeper has the best player in the country on the team. I don't want to take your, your thunder. Oklahoma State. I don't really think consider them a sleeper. Do you? They're a four seed. To win or just to go deep? To win. Okay. I guess that's a Cade's different. The sleeper. So, yeah. I'm mean, Gonzaga winning, by the way. I didn't say that. But. Okay. Well, I got Oklahoma State because, I mean, it just reminds me of what Melo did in 2003 with Syracuse. I think they were like a two or three seed that year, and he just handled everybody. And I feel like when I watch the tournament, I don't know, these kids that play AAU at like a really high level, I feel like they play better yeah. in like this type of setting, like winner go home because they've been doing that all through their, you know, high school lives. Yeah. And, I mean, Cade did that. I mean, a lot of these players did. You know, a lot of these one-and-done type of players, they done that. A lot of these other, like, you know, even seniors. But, I don't know, Cade's different. He's a 6'8 point god. Yeah, he is. He can <laughs> do everything. He's going to be crazy in the NBA. Like, I, I mean, I don't. I haven't seen much of a weakness in his game, like, yet. Because he shoots, like, 90% from the free throw line. You know, he's a pretty good defender. He blocks a lot of shots. He can shoot. He can take over a game. And he's a pretty good leader from what I've seen. So, that's that's my sleeper team, if you can call a four-seed a sleeper team. Yeah. I think you can call it to win the tournament. Yeah. Because, yeah. I don't know, he's just – he's on a different level. And if anybody's going to win, I that's my pick to win. For sure. For sure. Well, you know, we got a bunch of more games today. Um, and we got a bunch more games tomorrow, obviously, with the round of 64. It's a great time. Yeah. I would say this weekend, on, it might be one of my favorite weekend for March Madness just because oh, there's so 64? many games. Yeah. 64 is the best. Like, obviously, like, the deeper you get into the tournament, the games are like, more exciting. But some of these first-round games are they're good. Yeah, I got, I got one for you. The first two days of March Madness, well, first three, I guess, including, like, the first four in, NBA Christmas, Christmas NBA, or Thanksgiving football? Which one? Noah. In recent years, you got to put football last. Christmas Day NBA, I've been watching that since I was – I mean, that's like a staple in my life. Uh, I I don't know. The March Madness, there's something about it. I, th- I think that's probably the top of my list, and then I'd go NBA and then football. Quinn? I agree. Same? It's it's close. They, they, they need to get better teams to play on the Thanksgiving. Yeah, game. Thanksgiving, especially like this last yeah, year. It's, yeah, it's, always, it's always Dallas, the yeah. Lions – and they're not and good someone teams. Else, and the right? Lions are so bad. Yeah, and then the Cowboys haven't been good either since the 80s. <laughs> and the they Cowboys. always have one ex- one other team that's just kind of like a yeah. random. But, yeah, I put that laugh. I know a lot of people really love the Thanksgiving games just because it's Thanksgiving. Um, I mean, I'm going to go Christmas just because you guys picked the other one. But, I don't know, games all day. Yeah. And then just the amount of yeah. upsets that we see and, like, how exciting it is and to watch. And fan involvement, too. Like, being involved in making a bracket, like, that that makes it exciting. Yeah. Like, being unable, like, be, like playing on March Madness would be, like, unbelievable. Like, it would be so fun for me. But being unable to, but still able to, like, you know, watch the games, make a bracket, and enjoy the fan experience, you know, it's the next best thing. Yeah. And I don't know. It's it's really exciting to watch. I, I don't really care if my bracket does bad. Like, I love seeing game winners and upsets and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. It's 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 a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, we'll probably be here next week talking about more NCAA because I don't even know. We'll probably be at the Sweet Sixteen by then or something. But we'll break all that down. But for now, let's get into some uh one just some one thing. What about the the Steve Wojciechowski? Oh yeah, we got to talk about that. News. I didn't even think about that. That's a bombshell. Fire Wojo finally happened. It's crazy. 
So everybody knows who listens. We all go to Marquette, obviously. And Steve Wojowski, former Duke lockdown defender and former <laughs> assistant coach, Steve Wojowski, just got fired by Marquette after, after seven years. But they said relieved of duties. No, nah, he, got, say he fired. got fired. Yeah. But, you know, he got fired. We'll say it. We'll say it for you guys. Um, About I time, mean, in my opinion. I know a lot of people that, you know, really don't like Wojo. I mean, I like him as a person. Like, I've talked to him a few times. He's a nice guy. But as a coach, man, like he's had pretty no. talented teams. You know, he had the best scorer in the country last year. And, well, the year before, I mean, you know, lost in the first round of the tournament. How many times have he made the tournament? Twice? Twice. He's made the round 64 twice, got out of it zero times. So he has zero yeah, tournament so wins. Zero tournament it. wins in seven years. I mean, Marquette isn't the greatest team in the world or the greatest, you know, program. But, you know, we could be a top 25 team, you know, in a given week. I, I mean, the Big East is maybe like fourth or fifth best conference. Fair? Yeah. Fourth fair. or fifth around there. Yeah. You know, like one of the best top five conferences. It's always and, really competitive. Yeah. This year was a big fall off, I think, though. I think, yeah. uh, I think what hurt us the most – was when the selection committee put John Morant up against Marcus Howard that one year. I mean, I think it was it was good marketing or whatever. Oh, absolutely. You know? No, yeah, for them. But for, for us, it was for Marquette fans. It was just oh my goodness, not the number two pick coming to you know dunk on Joey Howard's face. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny, but I wonder no, if they I get mean, it. it was great to watch the game. It was, it's cool to see how good he's playing in the NBA too. Oh yeah. And to see oh well he did that to you know my school. I mean it's not. I think it's cool like just talking about even random players to see what they do in like March Madness and then they go to the NBA. So I remember when Caruso was in March Madness for <laughs> Texas A and M, and it was just after. Northern Illinois hit that full court shot against Texas to beat them, to upset them. It was a 14-3. And then the next game they played Texas A&M. And Texas A&M goes on like that crazy run to win the game. And you just see Caruso out there getting layups and stuff. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think of certain players that played really well in the tournament. Like even C.J. McCollum. He beat a, what, two seed? Yeah. For, he was no, 15 three. seed? 14-3, I think. 14-3. Right. Even Kemba, bro. Yeah, like, Kemba. Oh, yeah. That's... Even uh, Shabazz, bro. Yeah. Dude, I and that Boatwright guy, bro. Like the, you, Those UConn teams be upsetting people. I mean, yeah. you could even say they do that this year because Book Knight, some, is, he's a lottery pick. There's some legends he's that good. come out of the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Like, even Jimmer Fredette, bro. Yeah. He was, that Green dude took Dean. over. Gordon Hayward. Marcus Payton. Like, oh, that's probably so the best many. game ever. Yeah, that's bro, that's probably so one of my favorite in, uh, like finals ever, that UNC against Villanova. Yeah, that was a good game. That was crazy. That was a really good game. But, yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves, as you were saying, Quinn. Yeah, you know, we can keep talking about that all day. But uh, some NFL news. Um, before we get into free agency, we had Deshaun Watson in the news a lot lately. There have been a bunch of um, sexual allegations, sexual misconduct, uh, cases that have been filed against him. Um What's interesting is obviously Deshaun's very unhappy in Houston right now. He want, he's been wanting out for a long time, and him and the ownership clearly don't have a good relationship. Uh, and that program as a whole is kind of it's struggling for a lot of different reasons. But one thing to note before before we get into it is that the owners, the one of the friends of the owner of the Houston Texans, is the, the lawyer. At attorney who is representing <laughs> the women who have filed these lawsuits against him. Something to worth note. I think it's a little shady. Oh, most definitely. I will. I'll go. I'll go first before we kind of get into it. It's it sucks because at the end of the day, you want to you want to believe you want to believe every 
every single every single woman that woman that comes forward. Yep. Regardless of, you know, what kind of whether it's against a shot Watson, whether against some nobody, you want to believe like those people, and you need to. We have a responsibility to take those allegations very seriously. But when there are, there have been cases where women have come out and said, you know, so and so, you know, did this and that. Yeah, just, so to, just to try to get some money out of remember, it. Remember, what was dude's name for Baylor? Sean Oakman. Sean Oakman. How long did he go to jail for? He went, whatever. So Sean Oakman was. Year and a half? He was just the biggest mofo out there. He had the crazy helmet. You know, you've seen that picture of the dude that plays for Baylor, and it's like, you don't want to mess with this guy. Mm-hmm. That was Sean Oakman. He was going to be a first round pick. Easily. He was going to be a first round pick at Baylor, and right before he came out, some girl said, what was it, rape? Yeah. Some girl said that uh, she was sexually assaulted by Sean Oakman, and he spent a year or two in jail, and like that ruined his career. He's not in the NFL now, but he finally got out, and the charges were dropped. because yeah, she, she came out and said she that came she was out doing and said it she for lied. not the right reasons. And yeah. So, like, that happens a lot. People get it. Yeah, there's been yeah. women who want maybe, like, her and Deshaun were like a thing back in college and yeah. he didn't text her back or you know what I mean? Yeah, but like you said, it's like ready. it's hard to just look at a girl who's coming out saying this and say, oh, you just want some money. Like you can't you can't do that Mm-mm. because that's a really serious thing. Like sexual that, assault, that, perpetu- that perpetuates rape culture. Exactly. Which. Can't but happen. then it's just tough because this case is where it is like that. And I don't know. You just got to have the right people to determine it there is there's no right answer because yeah. like you you want to believe everybody because rape culture is a real there's such thing. A, like a gray area in that like sexual assault thing because it can go either way and will we honestly ever know if it's true or false no except yeah. for the two people that were you know in the that that it happened to yeah yeah i uh i have this tweet i saw it today uh it's D- deshaun watson's rep in the in the case it's he's tweeted Sexual assault is real. Victims should be heard. Offenders prosecuted. Individuals fabricate stories in pursuit of financial gain often. Their victims should be heard, and those offenders prosecuted as well. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. I mean, that girl put Sean Oakman in jail for a couple of years yeah. for nothing, and nothing happened to her. I think, I think sometimes with sports fans, especially someone as big as Deshaun, um, what hurts it is the fact that he's so big. And he has so many fans, and I mean, this is like we just got everyone. All his fans got blindsided with this. Mm-hmm. It's hard to remove yourself from a fan perspective who want to see, like, who wants to see him do well. Um, but I mean, I think he has seven so far. Seven. That's a lot. Yeah. Maybe some of those are real, but maybe some of them aren't. I mean, I know, like, I follow Deshaun on social media and stuff. I see what he posts, things he does for his community. I don't know. To me, he seems like a great guy. He has a girl. I don't know. Like, I'm not t- trying to it's, say it's I don't believe situation. him, but... It's a tough situation. It's kind of tough. Yeah. But, you know, to move on from, you know, kind of a tough situation, but stay in the NFL. NFL free agency started this past Monday, and, you know, to say it nicely, the Patriots cleaned up, man. Yep. Yeah, the Patriots team. went crazy. They got two great tight ends. You know, they got some help in the secondary after Patrick Chung reti- retired. They had another receiver. I don't know. Well, how do you guys feel about free agency so far, like for your team specifically and just what you've seen around, like what teams you think made the best moves? Patriots definitely. Like Patriots are going to be a real thing. If Cam Newton can play like how we know Cam Newton can play, Patriots are going to be the real deal. 
Uh, for my team, though, the Packers, we signed Aaron, re-signed Aaron Jones, which was big. I was really happy about that. But we also lost Corey Lindsley, who's one of the best yeah, offensive tough. linemen in the league. He signed, I think, the second biggest contract right now. Um, so that's tough. But we also lost Jamal Williams, who we didn't really need, but he's just a fun guy to have around. And he's like, <laughs> he's very positive and just you know, dances before all the games. It's just he gets the fans hype. He runs hard. He plays so hard. But I understand that you can't you can't keep both him and Aaron Jones. Uh, the Packers just need to sign a, a wide receiver, and I think I'll be cool. But yeah, um, being a Saints fan, I think we were 108 million dollars over the cap, and now we're six million dollars under the cap, and we kept all of our star players. So. I don't know how they did it. They gave our backup quarterback a four-year, $140 <laughs> million dollar contract, but all the last years of the contract are voidable, which basically means it was just like a $3 million raise. Weird. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big understander on how the cap works. Yeah, no, yeah especially in the NFL. Um, it's confusing. so confusing. Um, I think a sleeper team, I think that was making good moves, the Chargers. They they took Corey Lindsley from yeah they did. Um, that's a sneaky move. They got a they got a good future over there. Uh, Justin Herbert's up and coming, and he is the real deal. Um, I think he's gonna be a stud. They needed uh, help on the O line to protect him. They just got Jared Cook today too from the Saints. That was like one of our guys. Jared I, Cook's so old. I was I was never I always liked Jared Cook because every once in a while he'd make a great play for us, a big touchdown catch in the red zone, all yeah. that stuff. He had, like, so many turnovers for us, though, in critical situations that it was hard to overlook those in order to, like, see the good. Um, Patriots, man, they're, they went crazy. They, yeah. they had eight players sit out from COVID last year, starting right tackle, starting middle linebacker, starting safety. Mm-hmm. So this year they're getting Dante Hightower back. They're starting right tackle back. They signed Judon. They signed uh, – they just got Kyle Van Noy back from the Dolphins. I don't know why they released him. That, I was so blown away with that. Yeah. That, team, that defense is going to be crazy. They, even, they signed uh, Montavious Adams. He's yeah. play for the Packers too. That, I mean, Bill Belichick knows what he's doing. And Cam Newton had zero weapons to work with. He was missing starting offensive linemen. People were getting hurt. They lost Joe Thune to the Chiefs, which is good for the Chiefs, bad for the Patriots. But I, I, I'm a big believer in Belichick. Um, I think they're, they're my bold prediction for next season is they're going to be the ones to the win that division over the Bills. Mm, interesting. Okay. Do you guys think that the how like how big of a voice do you think the head coaches have in free agency? Do you think it was Belichick that's the one that was? Well, he's the, he's the GM to, too. Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Belichick has the keys to the the whole house. So he's the head coach and the GM. Yeah. Oh, he's he's that. that guy. Yeah. He's he's, he's him. He's him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did, is he other other coaches that are like that? Bill, uh, Bill O'Brien was. He traded Hopkins away. Uh. Second rounder. I mean, there's 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 coaches that are like that. Um, none that are as good at both as him. Okay, I, I didn't I didn't know that they yeah. that you could do that. He's the GM. Yeah, literally. He's the GM. <laughs> well, that's, that's um, me. For me, the team I guess winners of free agency so far. I had the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Dolphins made good moves. The Will Jets. Fuller. Jets the sneaky. Jets are making a lot of moves. That AFC, everybody in the AFC except for the in the AFC East except for the Bills made a lot of really good moves. So I think that's going to be one of the most competitive divisions next Absolutely. year. 
I think the Bengals are making a lot of like low key moves, especially defensively. They signed a couple corners and a couple uh, defensive linemen. The Jags, they have the first pick. They're gonna get Trevor Lawrence most likely. I, I had them down with the Marvin Jones and Shaquille yeah. Griffin. Those they're making they're signing. making good signings, and then I was gonna say the Chargers as well. Yeah, because the Chargers are making good moves. Yeah, but I got a couple of losers so far of uh, free agency. I know, I know who you're. I'm gonna start with the Bears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a slam dunk. Right? Andy Dalton. I, I don't. I think Andy Dalton's an okay quarterback, but there was so much hype around them getting Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, and it just didn't happen. Uh, I was kind of, I mean, you know, like for you, Quinn, as a Packers fan, you're just like, oh, yeah, classic Bears, you know. Yeah. I I sold- I'm going to miss Mitch Trubisky. He's done a lot for the Packers over the years. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. It's kind of tough. But I have another loser, the Raiders. The Raiders got rid of two of their, like, two of the best offensive linemen in the league. Yeah. And they just, like, let him go for nothing. And then they signed. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. And they already have, like. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. You know, a little Drake and Josh action, but. Josh I don't is, know. Josh is good. Yeah, man. Josh Jacobs is a really good running back. Yeah. So I don't know what they're doing. And obviously the Eagles haven't done anything at all. Literally nothing. We signed some guy that had two tackles last year. Ooh. And, you know, we got rid of one of our better tacklers, even though I don't like Jalen Mills. And then we re-signed, like, Brandon Graham or something. Missed out like, on Juju. An extension. That Juju situation is so weird, too. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, pretty much the Eagles haven't done anything. The only thing I've seen about them at free agency is apparently they're trying to get Deshaun Watson. I'm like, okay, bro, whatever. We don't like, yeah, I'd love to have Watson, but I'd rather just build around Hurts and get him some weapons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So looking at free agency, I'm not happy as a Philadelphia Eagles fan right now. I think I think Pace is going to be gone by halfway through the season. Who? Pace, Ryan Pace, the, oh. G, the GM for the the Bears. Yeah, he might be. I they, don't know. They got rid of Akeem Hicks. Yeah, they did. And Cal Fuller. They released Kyle Fuller though. Yeah. They didn't even resign him. It's just I was I, I, I sometimes I watch Colin Coward, um, <laughs> and he compared his it. daughter's hot. Live, yeah, yeah. He compared the like so so they were in the Russell Wilson sweepstakes, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. So and the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, and they were they were making noise. They were the dark horse, and they became the favorites to get him. And Russell Wilson was like, "Oh, I like I, I'd like to play in Chicago. It was tempting for him." And then all of a sudden, you go from being on the verge of getting Russell Wilson to just signing Andy Dalton on a one-year deal, while yeah. you're already paying Nick Foles twenty million, in the in to be a backup. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're gonna keep uh, Allen Robinson. They, they did. did. They, they, they franchise tagged them. They did. Uh-huh. Yeah, I missed that. The weirdest thing happened yesterday. I was driving back from the airport, and I was telling my roommate he's a big Bears fan. I was telling him I said, I, I if I, if I were Allen Robinson, I wouldn't sign the franchise tag. I would just try and wait to see what they do, and all that stuff. And then five seconds later on my phone, I got an alert saying that he signed the franchise tag. Um, but, yeah, the funny analogy that I had from Colin Coward was it's like promising your kids a trip to Hawaii and then just going for, like, a like a walk in, like, a state park near you. <laughs> going from Russell Wilson to Andy Dalton. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Ryan Pace. It's, it's weird to me when stuff like that happens when everyone – knows it's a bad move except for the person who makes the move. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know. If I'm a Packers fan, I mean, we got Kirk Cousins two Jared times Goff. a year. Jared Goff two times a year. And now we got Andy Dalton two times a year. I mean, Not bad. I mean, it's a, I mean if, the, if the Lions weren't the Lions and they weren't as bad as they are, I mean, they got Michael Brockers, they got Jared Goff, but it's still not there. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I would say the Bears would be in last, but I think the Bears are going to be above the I, – I mean, I, I'm always bullish on the Vikings every year. I always think that they're going to be like this – that's like just the Vikings, team. though. And then Kirk they Cousins, always, they always let he's Kirk Cousins down. every single year, and then it ends. They I also don't have know. a they also don't have a kicker. Their kicking situation. Dan Bailey, I think, retired or they released him or something, so he's gone. But uh, yeah, a lot more NFL free agency this stuff <clears throat> to come though. But yeah, to uh, wrap up the show today, we got a little bit of NBA. Uh, you know, Legoat James, he's a uh, part owner for the Red Sox now. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I hope after his career, you know, he becomes the owner of a team i mean i don't know how that's gonna happen but we'll see the gm in action that'd be for real funny. that'd be really funny. Like, other than just the all-star game i don't know i think it'd be kind of cool i thought it was really ironic that it was boston of all places yeah it was it was kind of weird because i feel like boston is his rival yeah and er- <laughs> everyone in boston hates him like wherever lebron's been it's been like his rival because he was a yankees fan yeah and then he's i guess he's kind of a dodgers fan yeah and then he played uh, in yeah. you know cleveland miami rivalries with boston I would say and now like, he's a Lakers. That's yeah, the biggest rivalry exactly. in sports. They're such a big franchise, though. I mean, I guess I get that. I wonder how Boston fans feel. Like, if they're, like, sick to their stomachs because <laughs> LeBron's part owner of one of their teams. I don't know. I mean, his, I mean, his end-all goal is to own an NBA franchise. Yeah. He said that multiple times. He said it the other night. He said night. it, like, last night, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, after the post-game yeah. interview, he said it. So, yeah, that's his ultimate goal. He's been great with investments in teams so far with Liverpool and Blaze Pizza. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, he did like that undercover thing. I mean, yeah, that was. Yeah, awesome. I don't know how that even happened. How do you not know who LeBron is? Some girl said it was D Wade. Casual. <laughs> but uh, before we talk a little bit more about NBA, I just want to give a little shout out to uh, Russell Westbrook because my man's been hooping lately. Yes, sir. Like they suck, but my man's averaging twenty eight and a half since since he got a haircut, since he got the little fresh, <laughs> the little fresh bald fade. <laughs> he he's been hooping. You know, he's he back to old Russ after the All Star break. He's averaged twenty eight and a half. 11 and a half assists, nine rebounds on 48% shooting. Yeah, I was like, you shoot more efficient now, too. Who, who and did they beat the other night? They beat the Jazz last night. Yeah, yeah that's who it was. Yeah. I told someone to bet on that, too. I don't even know why I thought that, but whatever. But yeah, I just want to give him a quick shout out. But last night, we saw Anthony Edwards drop 42, and we saw LaMelo go up against LeBron. All year, it's been LaMelo Rookie of the Year, LaMelo Rookie of the Year. But I think recently, ever since the Timberwolves got the new coach, me and Noah talked about it last night, uh, ever since they got a new head coach, I don't know, Anthony Edwards has been on a different level. Dropped his yeah, career high last night. And I want to know if you guys think, you know, Anthony Edwards has a chance at winning Rookie of the Year. Um, I still have LaMelo in first as of right now. Uh, he's averaging 15.9 points a game, 5.9 rebounds, and 6.2 assists. Um, they were playing great with him. Uh, he got to turn into starting lineup. He's making plays, um, all that stuff. And uh, But the last five games for Anthony Edwards, 27, 21, 34, 29, and 42. Ridiculous. I mean, he is on the come up. And it's if he plays like this for another week, he's going to be in first place in the, the rookie of the year standings. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I think LaMelo still has the upper hand right now. He has better stats. He's shooting better. And, and they're the better team. Yeah. That's one thing I think – will hurt Anthony Edwards because mm-hmm. his team has the worst record in the league, even though they just beat one of the better teams in the league. Mm-hmm. And LaMelo's kind of leading, uh, you know, like a on-the-bubble type of team yeah. to like fifth in the East right now. Yeah. So I think that's where LaMelo would have to step on him if they keep playing like at the same pace they're both playing at. Yeah. I'd say Anthony Edwards really needs to continue this same path he's on. 
But I think he can catch up to Lamelo for sure. Yeah. And as a Timberwolves fan, I love seeing Anthony Edwards play well. Yeah. I think they should trade everybody else but Cat and Anthony Edwards. I agree. I think you should. And I think they should try and trade D'Lo. Yeah, hundred percent. He hasn't played in like they played two five, months. They played they played five games together. It's ridiculous. It's horrible. I don't. I think he's out with like I don't even know why. He had COVID a long time ago, but. So as a Timberwolves fan, like getting rid of D'Lo and all these players, like what do you think? So you got your draft pick, right? You'll have yeah, probably nope. a top three pick. Nope. Warriors. No? The Warriors. Got oh, yeah, the Warriors, Warriors have it. Got it. Ah, dang. That, that's why it's hard to you trade, trade D-Lo. D-Lo back for that pick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did trade him for that pick. That's tough. But what would you guys what, – what do you think you guys need to, <laughs> like, to compliment Anthony Edwards and, and Towns? We need everything. We have – I mean, Anthony Edwards and Towns are the only other – than, other than those two guys, I think our starters combined for eight points. I don't what about th- Malik Beasley? He's out. He's arrested. Yeah, I know, but like, you like him on the team, or you? <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> you guys have a worse record than the Rockets, who just lost the eighteen thing, in a row. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. and no, and the thing is, we do as 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 a Timberwolves organization, we'll have like Jake Lehman start a game. The next game, he won't play at all. That's just a, we're, we're trying to figure There's out no a lineup right now. We have yeah. no consistency. Who's your coach right now? I don't. I don't he, he's know. he's their the assistant that they just hired. I don't think they. I don't think he should be the coach, but. I forget his name. Um, but, yeah, I think they should dump literally everybody on their roster. Jake Lehman was looking like Mutombo the other night against the Lakers. Had two blocks back-to-back. Yeah, he also tried to dunk on LeBron James. Yeah, that was <laughs> wild. Idiot, bro. He's just an idiot. And then we also have we have guys like Jared Vanderbilt, Nas Reed. Like, dudes that would be – They play hard. Okay, yeah, they like they work hard. And I would assume that they're good locker room guys. But I don't know for sure. And they just don't contribute on a nightly basis. Like, one, I think one game, Nas Reed had like 25 points. I'm like, shit. Okay, this dude can ball. Like he can stretch. A little, he can stretch the floor a little yeah. bit. He's like an oak tree in the paint. Yeah, too. he plays kind of like Cat. Yeah. They have similar games, but other than other, you know, than, you know, other than Anthony Edwards and, and Towns, they just they need everything. You know who would be really good on the Timberwolves to help them? CP3. No, I oh, disagree yeah. completely. What? Because he's, he's. I mean, he wouldn't put up with that. The Timberwolves organization is well. They is wouldn't. Not, be, they wouldn't be losing as much if he was there. I don't think CP, CP3 would not want to be there for sh- at all. I don't think he would. I think you put I, any. I, 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 would, I don't want. You, I don't put, want you him. put him on any team, and they're a borderline playoff team if they're yeah. that bad. I just. I, yeah. He's already. He carried that freaking. I don't want him though. We need guys who are young, and that's true. He's not young. Yeah, you guys aren't in the mood to. I, I, I was saying it more of in terms of helping leadership. helping build leadership oh, and sure. Anthony Edwards because he sure. what he's doing with. D book and Aiton right now in Phoenix is incredible. They also have a much better supporting cast. That's true. The, the Suns and do. and and their Mon- better coach Monty Williams coach. is. That's coach of the year. Yeah, yeah, he's crazy. All right, well, I got one more thing before we finish. So like, I know you guys have been seeing Dame go crazy. He's been carrying that Portland team all year because um, they've had a lot of injuries. Like, what you guys thinking about MVP right now? MVP. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like, know. Would you I, put I, Dame in that conversation? Yeah. I think he's in the conversation. It's tough because I think you want to give the MVP to, like, four different guys. Like, I saw what Kuzma said. He said LeBron James should have won it 10 years in a row, which you could make a case for him every yeah. single year. Uh, I need to look at the stats. I haven't really been following that super close lately. I don't feel like I have, like, a great understanding. But from what I've heard, like, Joel Embiid's just been – Yeah, the thing with him is he's hurt too much. Yeah, I know he's hurt right now. I mean, he's missed, like – Eight games. You, I mean, you can't win MVP, especially in a shortened season, missing this many games. Yeah, like LeBron's missed one game. LeBron's I mean, missed one game. He's the number one guy in win shares, defensive win shares per game. 
The Lakers, the Lakers have the number one defense in the NBA while AD has missed 50% of the games. And the gap between them and the second-place defensive team is bigger than the, than the second place to the 10th place in the league. Like, the gap is so big. Right now, Frank Vogel's got him playing cra- crazy defense, but some some Frank Vogel cast man, Dude. that defensive stance. Yeah, you think LeBron could be first, a first or second teamer? Defense? I think second right, teamer. Right now, he's first team. I think. You think so? Oh yeah, oh. he's number one in de- win shares, defensive win shares, and we got the best defense in the league by a decent margin. Okay, Bron, defensive player of the year, MVP. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. You, be... you got you got to put James Harden. Yeah, yeah, Harden has been ridiculous because like I was watching Stephen A. and Max this morning. And they're talking about how you see guys like Kate. Like I don't know what's wrong. I put KD. Like, Yo, apparently when's it's he like, gonna? I was reading some stuff, and apparently, like they said, it was like a hamstring like strain. Yeah, but there, it might there be... might have been like a little tear in that. Yeah, because he's been out longer than expected. Yeah. and it's different with AD because like a- a- we we saw what AD did. Yeah, and that injury when your Achilles gets all messed up like that, that's when it leads to the tear. So you got you got to be way careful with that. Yeah, the thing about like LeBron and Harden is. They want to play. Yeah. Like, they're not taking games off. Like, no. if Kyrie's out, Harden still wants to play, and he's still going to give you your little triple-doubles and paquitos, all that. Yeah. But, you know, like, MB, like, yeah, obviously these NBA players want to play, but, you know, these guys are getting hurt. And then I saw Stephen A say, like, how does it feel that a 36-year-old is taking care of his body better than these, like, young guys? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, like, honestly, it is kind of interesting. It's true. That, you know, I mean, yeah, he puts all that money to make sure he's healthy, but – Still, you know, as a younger player, you're getting hurt all the time. It's like, dang, how does he do that? I like, think uh, I think when KD comes back, it's going to hurt James, though. I mean, obviously, so? for obvious reasons. Yeah. He's not going to be able to put up 40-point triple doubles on a nightly basis. But um, I think he'll drop off a little bit. I could see Jokic and Steph making a push towards the end of the year if both of their teams start to play better. Steph just got mollywopped by the Lakers. By Giannis. He's just, he's just a stat guy. I don't know. I think Giannis showed me a lot in that game against the Sixers. Yeah, he was. Uh, like I, I earned some respect it. for him about that seven zero run that he went on mm-hmm. by himself in OT to ice the game, and then he sat down on the court. That was is pretty nice. It was. Yeah. It's good to see him hitting threes, because yeah. if he can hit threes, no one can guard anything. Well, all that good stuff. It's been a good, uh, good podcast, Noah. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate, Appreciate, it. It. Appreciate you, man. it. Um, we had a lot to talk about today. Obviously, you know, March Madness is crazy right now. And, you know, we're getting out of here so we can go watch a little bit of that, to be honest with you. But uh, hopefully everybody, you know, having a good time with their lives. And we're living great. You know, you already guys know what to do. We tell you guys. Blessings on blessings on blessings. Just, just you know, go follow us on all platforms. All that good stuff. That's all you got to do. And thanks. Thanks for listening. <laughs>